For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday. But you know what, bro? I, don't, I keep saying your I say your name first all the time, man. Because that's that's, that's how much I respect you, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? I but anyway, it. how you doing, Isaac? I, I just uh, thought about that. Uh, respect yourself sometimes, Doc. You know what I mean? You know, you got to have a level of respect for yourself before you start to respect other people, man. I appreciate that. So welcome to the Doc Holiday. Isaac Bruce show today. Now, how you doing today, Doc? I'm, hey, hey, I'm blessed, man. All praises to the most high, man. Blessed be him, man. What's going on with you, though, bro? Hey, man, everything's well, man. I'm blessed as well, Doc. Um, back in Florida, uh, had an exciting uh, trip. Um, you know, before we really jump deep into this, man, I got okay. a quick shout out, if you don't mind. No, go. No, of course, brother. Shoot. Man, we got it. We got to say we got to salute Kevin Durant. I don't know if you watched him last night, but. Mm, Man, 49 point triple it, double, bro. Say what you want to say, though. You're right. Hey, this guy was out of sight last night, man. And he was impressive in a lot of ways, man. And, and talk about taking over a game on both ends of the court. Salute to Kevin Durant. Yeah, salute Kevin Durant, man. Hey, look, people can say what they want to say, man, about who being the best basketball player in the world, bro. If you put basketball, if you're doing offense and defense, but Dog, I don't know anyone better than KD, man, to, to, to do what he does. Bro, look, I know you, you you chopping your face up. But, bro, KD can go for 50 easily any night he wants to now. Any night he wants to now. But overall, you know, on the defensive end, you got to account for all of that. But I don't want to go too deep. Into, I'm with you, you know, I'm going to leave it at what you said. Salute to Kevin Durant, and we're going we're gonna, to – because I'm opening up a whole Pandora's box, but – Salute to Kevin Durant. We're going to leave it to that, man. For, salute Kevin Durant. And also, salute to you, man, and the Rams, man. As you said, you went to Rams practice last week. Got a chance to see SoFi Stadium for the first time. Uh, how was the How was the experience, man? Uh, Doc, uh, if I could sum it up in one word, and uh, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Um, I'd have to call the whole experience Jericho. That's exactly what was in my mind, what I saw. Uh, Doc, it was immaculate. Uh, it's beautiful. Um, it's one of the, I, I think, it's in the top three places uh, to play a football game. Not only a football game, but a sporting event, uh, a soccer-friendly, uh, maybe an NCAA championship and uh, holding an NFL draft. Doc, it, it is just that beautiful, man. 
it's it's exactly dropped right into my old neighborhood. And it's on the same street that I lived on when I was in uh, junior college in Southern California in Inglewood. So, but doc, it's just a beautiful man. So much detail that went into the building. Uh, I think the thing that really that sets it off is the jumbotron. I mean, uh, down in Dallas, they have a, another beautiful building as well, but their jumbotron isn't what's in sci-fi. I mean, it, it, it's made for the fans and it's made for the players on the field. To You can really watch film in between plays if you're a player on the film. So you can just look up. You don't have to really overexert your neck trying to see the jumbotron to see what happened. You can see it from uh, multiple angles inside the stadium on the field. So, Doc, it was just beautiful, man. I mean, it's just a like you can fit a C into the stadium, man. That's just how big it was. And, man, for the, for the roof to be able to touch the very ground, and just, like I said, man, just the details behind it from, uh, you know, from the suites, from the, the walls outside the suites. Um, if, yeah, I'm sure they use sheetrock, but you could never tell, Doc, because it was so detailed the way they put everything together. So, you know, I had an opportunity to speak with Mr. Cronky, and I told him, man, he did an awesome job on this building, man. And, uh, <clears throat> I put my feet on it, Doc. Uh, it, it's beautiful. It's Jericho, and uh, I'm ready to move forward, man. It's a beautiful building. I think a, a lot of great sporting events. A lot of great football is going to be played in that building, starting with this season with the 2021 Rams uh, having their first crack at uh, playing in that stadium with fans. That's the biggest, that's going to be the biggest uh, uh, adjustment that uh, visiting teams are going to have to face and the Rams themselves, man. So, I mean, we've got to play, keep that, that place packed, and that's only going to happen with winning. And have, speaking of fans being there, I, I mean, I've I, I read – there was at least 30,000 fans in there. So it had a nice little atmosphere. So, you know, how was that energy with fans actually being able to come into SoFi, you know, in numbers and watch their team practice, man? Because I'm going to ask you about them, but practicing on the field and OTAs and shorts and helmets, man, everybody looks good, but we ain't going to even get into that too much. But having the fans in there, man, how was that experience? Because I'm pretty sure they're seeing you Hey, Rams legend, not only a Rams legend, you're an NFL legend, not only an NFL legend, you're just a football legend right now. So how was that experience interacting with them and seeing them and hearing them in there? Well, it, it's always great. I mean, it's their first time uh, being in a stadium like it was mine. And, you know, it's just a taste of what's to come because, you know, anytime, I don't care if it's a game or if it's a practice, dog, when you start performing in front of people and, you know, we used to call it putting the silks on. You know, you start performing in front of people, that's an extra juice that comes comes on you. And I always like to call it the anointing, man. That anointing starts to flow and you're you start to perform within your gifting and you you become like like another man. I mean, you start playing, you start playing and doing your sport and, and people are screaming and they're reacting to your every move. They're re- reacting to every pass being thrown, uh, balls being tipped, catches being caught and plays being made. So. When that starts to happen, man, in front of a crowd, it, it's, it's, it has that game feel, that game similitude of what's to come in that building and just having the fans come in for the very first time and just enjoy that building, man. It, it, it's special, Doc. It started, started getting crowded in the parking lot. So it's just a, you know, just a small taste of what's to come for that building, for that team, and for the fans, man. And exactly what was everything you was doing there? Because I don't think you really got a chance to watch them just practice too much. Because yeah. anyway, because that's just – that's just touch. That's just touch football out in the streets, man. I mean, that ain't even nothing that we even try to break down. But you know, what 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 was your schedule, bro? What were you what were you doing, man? What they have you doing? Everything. 
Well, from the from the time I stepped off and stepped off into the building, man, you know, it's it's, it's like when you're when you don't live out there, and when they get you out there, you know, they try to get their their money's worth from just sitting down with their production uh, crews, uh, their iconic crews. Sat down with Demarco Far Far. He hosts. Uh, he, he's one of the voices of the Rams, and just and did that interview with them. Uh, photo ops with uh, the cheerleaders from the cheerleaders from Keeley to Artist Twyman um, to uh, you know, Mr. Cronky, uh, just everyone, man, just having and hugging and, and greeting people I haven't seen in a while. So, you know, that kind of takes up a whole lot of time. But, you know, uh, just just being able to uh, introduce people and let them know what's going on in my life, aside from uh, the Los Angeles Rams and what I got going on back here, those those things that, you know, they start to take time. But just going from up and down, walking through, yeah, I guarantee you get your steps in in SoFi Stadium, man. So, uh you know, but it, it, it was always it's always great to be alum- and just the alumni. I mean, the other alumni guys from uh, Southern California who actually still live in Southern California, the Ron Browns of the world, the Eric Dickinson's of the world, uh, the Leroy Irvins of the world, seeing these guys, man, again and, and sharing some time. And I love hearing their stories. Doc. They got the best stories, man. So, you know, maybe we should start having some of those guys on this show just to really tell their stories. And, and uh, you know, one story in particular that I heard was how Eric Dickinson got the number 29, you know? So his, his first day, uh, he wanted to wear 19 because that's how the conversation started. And they say, you know, Don Hewitt, who was the equipment manager at that time, he says, you know, you can't wear 19. So only numbers we have available is 29 and 25. So Eric chose 25 to rock first. And he took a picture in the LA Times with number 25, he was telling me the story. So he goes back to Texas, his boy picks him up and he says, uh, what number did you get, man? So he said, I got number 25. And, and Eric says, he says, now, why'd you get that slow number? He's like, <laughs> it's slow? He's like, yeah, you got a slow number, man. You need to go get 20, 29. So he says, he calls up, he calls up Don Hewitt. And he says, you know what, man, I don't want to switch numbers. I'm going from 25 to 29. He says, it's too late, man. You took a picture in the LA Times. How are you going to do that? So he said, look, either, either I get 29 or I'm not coming. Ended up getting him for number 29. So that's how the legend of Eric Dickerson wearing number 29 was born. So those stories, man, were abound, man. And uh, I just love being around those guys, man, just the whole time, at least for a weekend or two. Oh, yeah, man. Those are greats. Those are legends, man. Those are the people I grew up watching, especially Eric Dickerson. Of course, man, we'll have them on the yes. show anytime. Any of those Rams legends, man, they are invited at any time, man. But did you, I mean, legendary Rams, current Rams, did you get a chance to see any of them young? I'm going to call them young kids because they like to try to make me feel old. Did you get a chance to run into any of these current Rams, man? And if so, who who, and how did that interaction go? Or was it kind of like in passing, like, what's up, dog? And they're like, okay, what's up? What's up, Mr. Bruce? Well, it, it's, it's kind of like this. It's like, you know, they had to catch the bus from Thousand Oaks to Inglewood. And, you know, they're all in a group. You know, I remember I remember this, too. So as you, as you go into the locker room and dock, the locker room, oh, my goodness, man. It, it puts you in the mind of, of uh, University of Alabama locker room. It, it's on comparison. And, it, and it's not supposed to be that way in the NFL. You yeah. know, the college campuses are a whole lot better than what the NFL would offer you because they figured you're a professional. You, you know, you get what I give you. Exactly. And that's what it is. But, you know, these guys, they come into the locker room, they start getting dressed and, you know, they're on the clock, man. So, you know, they probably go on the field and, and start stretching out. And I think this was a uh, – a first game rehearsal. So you do everything just like yeah. you're getting ready to play a game. So 
the access to the guys is really not there. So yeah. um, I did get the, a chance to shake the hand of Tutu Atwell. We introduced ourselves to each other, man. And uh, Doc, man, he's a, he, he, I mean, he's small in stature, but he, he <laughs> you know, from what I hear, he's going to be making plays, man. And um, it's definitely going to be exciting to see this guy out there because he's, he's fast. Uh, two plays I probably saw, he, you know, he made a play here and there down the field. So I'm excited about that. But just that whole atmosphere being there. And, and it's the same for when you go for a game on Sunday or so Sunday night. You really don't have access to the players. They don't have access to you. Um, you're just there enjoying the atmosphere as a fan. You just turn back into a fan now. Well, it was just good to see you out there, man. I'm glad yeah. you were out there and had that experience. Uh, shout out to the Rams, the way they treat, you know, not only just former legends and Hall of Famers, man, but just former players as well, man. So it was good to see you out there, man. Good to see you chopping it up in so far. I'm pretty sure you can't wait to get to a regular season game during oh, yeah. the season. So I'm waiting on the season to start, too, because the next time we see them, man, they will be uh, reporting for training camp and getting ready to get it on. But before we get out of here, man, hey, people are saying something about it, but, I, you know, Michael Brockers, man, you know, they interviewed him again. He said the Lions are going to beat the Rams October 24th when they come to so far. Who gives a damn? What do you think he's supposed to say? You know what I'm saying? When people, when, it's like, why are we even talking about that? What are you supposed to say? We're going to lose? I mean, it don't make it, it ain't going to make it happen, but, I mean, you know, come on, bro. That's what he's supposed to say. Absolutely, man. You're supposed to stand up for your team, man. I mean, every frog loves his own pond. So um, I guess that's his way of kind of galvanizing the guys in that locker room and trying to instill some uh, some some confidence into them. Because let's be honest, Doc, it, it ain't a whole lot of winning been done in Detroit. <laughs> I, I'm talking about from the Red Wings to the Pistons to, to the Lions, man. So, you know, and the Tigers. So just if, it, if it's the Lions that that, that want to step up to the plate, they have an opportunity in October, man. We see what happens, man. Yeah, man, and 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 uh, give people a quick story. So you have to always instill confidence in your team. I, I was in college. Oh, yes, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say the name of a coach, but my my college coach, we were going through our schedule one time in the preseason, and we went through one game. We were like, yeah, we gotta take care of Arkansas. And got to Mississippi State. We gotta take care of Mississippi State. And, you know, a couple of other teams. Then we get to Tennessee. Oh, 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 oh we're we going to worry about them when we get there. Like, man, what the hell is you talking about, man? We ain't going to take care of them. So you don't even believe we can win the game. You know what I'm saying? Which we could have won the game. We was on them, but I'm just saying. So I, I I get what he's saying, man, because I know we was looking at our coach sideways when he did that old crap, man. But I'm just glad that football is almost here, man, because as football season quickly approaches, Isaac, that weekend of August the 5th and 6th, 7th stuff quickly approaches as well. So are you, you getting more excited, man, as we get closer to that weekend, man? Yeah, it's getting closer, Doc, man. We, we're starting to button things up right now and, uh, you know, getting the flights and everything secured, hotel rooms secured and everything, and and really trying to tighten up this speech, man. Um, you know, it's a couple opportunities to, to deliver two speeches because you get that opportunity one for the national television and one for you know what we're able to post and put on our social media accounts so doc we're, we're tightening it up um it's a lot of questions floating, floating around about how it's going to flow for that for that weekend you know you got the 2020 class that saturday and then the 2021 class that sunday so it's going to be more fun man twice the fun in 21 that's the name of of this weekend uh in august at, in uh it's going to be an exciting time, man. I'm, I'm, we're getting close, Doc. You got a whole team brainstorming with you, man, on what to say, what to, you know, what to touch on, you know. 
Yeah, you got man. The five. You know, so, oh, absolutely. They they've given us eight minutes, so it's going to be the best eight minutes of our lives, you know, and in uh, in other people's lives. So you know, you, we're just focused focusing on it being impactful and influential, man. And and and, and any other time that you talk about Hall of Fame speeches, this speech will be a part of it. So um, that's our goal. And, you know, I got people helping me put it together, Doc. And I know you, like I said, I know you and your family. I know y'all are excited. I know my yeah. wife excited, man. She getting up early in the morning at five, working out. Working out when she get off work. Watch me. I'm like, why you can't do this? You got to just do this for the Hall of Fame. Why you can't do this anyway? You know, she, she, came, <laughs> hey, she came and showed me the other day. She was like, uh, hey, bro, she showed me a couple of... Uh, she showed me like these little ballroom gowns. She was like, is this good to wear to the induction? I was like, uh, you know, we're going to be outside in, in a stadium, right? We are? Uh, 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 yes. You don't want to wear that. What should I wear? You better wear some jeans or a jogging suit or something. She was like, oh, I wanted to dress up. I'm like, man, you better buy your ticket to one of them other things that's going on. We just going to the induction. But I mean, I'm just saying all of us, man, everybody's excited about this moment, man, because it is a huge moment, man. So yeah. I'm pretty sure you and your family are excited as well. Oh, absolutely, Doug. I mean, it's going to be hot, too, man. So check the weather and make sure, you know, you don't wear something too hot. Be sweating out there, man. So, um, yeah, but it's definitely going to be one of those great moments, man. Football is in the air, man. There's a, a football game that weekend uh, between the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, it's going to be one of those first events where you have full capacity in a stadium again. So it's going to be special, man. And I think that, uh, you know, it'll set the precedence for the entire season. I was wondering who was playing that weekend. So it's the Cowboys and the Steelers, huh? Okay. Get a chance to see my guy Tony Pollard then. Okay. Anything else you want to add, bro, before we get up out of here, man? That's it, man. Uh, great visit in Los Angeles, man. Looking forward to getting, being there again. And, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, salute once again, man. KD, salute. That's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, most high willing, we out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.